Reporting from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations, this is the Cyber Risk Report. The Cyber Risk Report is a strategic intelligence product created by Cisco analysts that highlights current security issues in mid- to long-range perspectives. The report addresses various risk management categories, such as vulnerability, physical, legal, trust, identity, human, and geopolitical. This report covers the period from January 6th to January 12th, 2014. Vulnerability activity continues to increase following the slow holiday period. Highlights included an HP Load Runner vulnerability, Open SSL vulnerabilities, and Red Hat updates for Ruby and Samba vulnerabilities. Microsoft and Oracle released their advance announcements for the January and quarterly security bulletins and advisories. Microsoft released its Security Bulletin Advance Notification for January 2014, reporting four security bulletins. No bulletins scheduled for release are rated critical. The security bulletins will be released on January 14th. Oracle released the Critical Patch Update pre-release announcement for January 2014, which included 144 vulnerability updates impacting multiple Oracle products. The update will also include fixes for 36 vulnerabilities in Java SE. The Oracle CPU will also be released on January 14th. Cisco published one security advisory for Cisco small business devices last week and 13 security vulnerabilities. Malicious code researchers reported a new ransomware named PowerLocker that includes more advanced capabilities than the CryptoLocker ransomware that has been infecting thousands of systems across the globe. The new PowerLocker ransomware has not been reported in the wild. Also in malicious code activity, a Trojan that performs a man-in-the-middle attack to defeat the two-factor authentication has been targeting World of Warcraft. Malicious advertising has been used in multiple recent attacks, including Yahoo and Dailymotion. Cisco posted a security blog post detailing the attacks titled, Malicious Ads from Yahoo, Just the Tip of the Iceberg. Details of multiple compromises continue, including Target and OpenSSL. Cisco also posted a security blog post on the OpenSSL attack titled, Are Third Parties Your Greatest Weakness? Cisco Security Intelligence Operations has identified early samples of an internal revenue service spam campaign targeting taxpayers as the United States tax filing season approaches. Spam groups are again expected to seize on this event with multiple spam campaigns on this theme. Users should be reminded that the Internal Revenue Service will never contact a taxpayer by email or text message, only through regular mail. The 2014 Olympic Games are less than one month away. Spammers are highly likely to seize on this event also, with multiple campaigns, including fraudulent news updates, scores, and attached pictures and videos. Users should identify and bookmark legitimate Olympic websites and visit only those sites for information. IntelliShield published 133 events last week that included 81 new events and 52 updated events. In the Attacks and Compromises Risk Management category, Ars Technica reported that attackers used an amplification technique using time synchronization servers running the Network Time Protocol, or NTP, to conduct distributed denial-of-service attacks against online gaming services such as the League of Legends and EA.com. NTP amplification and DDoS attacks have many similarities to the older DNS amplification attack techniques in addition to the protocol or service being targeted. Sean Mark, CEO of DOS mitigation service Black Lotus, reported that 69% of all DOS attack traffic by bit volume during the first week of January 2014 
was the result of attackers who were carrying out NTP amplification attacks. Attackers are actively finding ways to disrupt services that could have a negative impact on companies or customers that rely on these services. In this case, attackers took advantage of an issue in older versions of NTP to carry out NTP DDoS attacks on gaming services. In October 2013, Cisco Threat Research Engineer Jason Schultz mentioned in a blog post a smorgasbord of denial of service the possibility that NTP could be a vector for DDoS attacks. He has also researched further on this topic in another blog post, When Network Clocks Attack, further increasing the awareness of this attack technique. Furthermore, reports indicate that the underlying issue was identified as long ago as 2010, giving attackers time to plan for such attacks. Fortunately, NTP version 4.2.7p26 removed the issue. Administrators running versions of NTP prior to that version are encouraged to update to the new version and take mitigation steps, such as limiting the amount of NTP traffic that can enter their networks, to better protect from NTP DDoS attacks. In the Identity Risk Management category, as the investigations into the target point-of-sale compromise continues, the total number of impacted customers also continues to rise, now reported at an estimated 100 million. Many researchers referred to 2013 as the year of the breach or compromise, with millions of personal records, financial accounts, and healthcare records compromised throughout the year. As this activity continues into 2014 with the Target and Neiman Marcus compromises, and continued security concerns over the ongoing deployment of the U.S. Affordable Care Act exchanges, individuals need to take positive actions to protect their identifiable information. As we mentioned in previous analysis related to these types of attacks, individuals must change their approach to managing their sensitive information. Last year saw security teams shift their approach from focusing on prevention to assuming their networks and systems would be compromised and focusing on monitoring an incident response. With the continued compromises and breaches, individuals must make a similar shift in their approach to managing their sensitive information. While continuing to follow the recommended preventative measures to protect their systems, individuals must assume their sensitive information can or has been compromised and closely monitor their accounts for signs of compromises. Finally, in the geopolitical risk management category, the Afghan and U.S. governments are engaged in contentious negotiations over the terms of a bilateral security agreement without which NATO troops will be unable to remain in Afghanistan after 2014. Afghan President Hamid Karzai is reportedly refusing to sign the pact. The sticking point is said to be legal immunity for U.S. troops who commit crimes while stationed in Afghanistan. The issue is politicized in part because Afghanistan will hold presidential elections on April 5th, around the time that NATO and U.S. forces will be making plans for troops rotations in 2015. Despite President Karzai's desire to regain full sovereignty over his country, most area experts agree that the Afghanistan National Security Forces are not ready to take over Afghanistan's internal security. Moreover, even if an agreement is reached, the number of foreign troops maintaining security in the country will decline to around 15,000, down from around 150,000 in 2013, according to the World Review. Even in the best-case scenario, instability and extremism are likely to increase over the coming two years in Afghanistan. The Taliban, Al-Qaeda, and other groups, including Pakistani extremists who would destabilize delicate relations between India and Pakistan, analysts say, may seek to use a power vacuum in Afghan territory to regroup and launch attacks. From an information security perspective, 
NATO-affiliated troops and governments, as well as rival power groups in Afghanistan, may be targeted with website defacements and DDoS attacks, especially in the run-up to April elections. Of greater concern, however, is that local bureaucrats, business persons, crime groups, and individuals faced with the prospect of being left to their own devices in a potentially deteriorating security situation have a much increased incentive to steal intelligence and military technologies from outgoing contractors and NATO forces. Information security specialists with interests in the region should take note. This concludes the Cyber Risk Report for this week. To read the full report, visit www.cisco.com slash go slash SIO and select the Cyber Risk Reports link. Tune in for next week's report from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations. Thanks for listening and stay safe.